Hi, my name is Peter, and I've been attending the Austin Stone since 2008. A lot of my involvement with Stone at the get-go really started with uh, 100 People Network and the Stone's involvement and wanting to see people go. Yeah, my wife and I, I mean, just convicted by the scriptures and how Genesis Revelations talks about how God wants to see all tribes, tongues, and nations worshiping Him. And then the dual reality and the urgency of just so many unreached people in the world that have very little to no access to Jesus and some of that tell them about Jesus. So beginning of 2016, we went overseas to a team in Southeast Asia. We look back at it now and we're thankful for what God showed us and revealed to us, but uh, I wouldn't necessarily say we, we look back fondly towards that time. Those two years of our lives from 2016 to 2017 were probably uh, some of the most difficult years that we've experienced. You know, we got to the end of two years and uh, felt like the Lord was saying, hey, this, this isn't right, something needs to change, and uh, made a decision to come back to the States. Um, you know, our marriage was just in a really, really not great space. And um, for me personally, I think it was um, hard to confront the reality that, you know, nations and going and being a goer was so much of what I wanted to do. And I think a lot of it came from, a, you know, the good desire to honor the Lord. Um, but man, by the time we were leaving, realizing I had placed my ministry and being a goer over my marriage. You know, I, I remember uh, like the second night we were back in Austin, we were at my parents and, uh, you know, my mom, bless her heart, was like, hey, uh, what, so what are you guys going to do next? And I'm like, I just... I just want to do laundry. Like I'm like super fried right now. And I just, this is a lot. And you know, that expectation I think is just so common for all of us that come from the West, but just in general, right? Like there's always, Hey, what are you going to do next? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? And you carry that with you. And then when something that you put so much identity into gets taken away for me, it felt like, Oh my gosh, like what, what do I answering? What I do was like an answering who am I and who am I going to be type of question. And that was, that's frightening. You know, when, when you have no idea, you know, there's a couple, couple things that were helpful. One was just coming back to the stone and just having a community that A, understood some of the things that we we're going through and, and could empathize with us, and B, just gave us the space to be human beings and to go through, you know, that process and to not feel rushed. And retrospect gave me so much more appreciation for the whole process of sending and going and just what we have here at the Stone and, and what any, every goer goes through um, when they launch overseas and come back. You know, there's just so many complexities and intricacies in that process. And, um, you know, I never really understood that until obviously coming back and having to work through those myself. The Lord was super gracious in that time of giving me uh, just an opportunity to explore some things. And I help uh, a lot with mobilization ministries, not just at the Stone, but uh, nationwide with an organization uh, called Launch Global. And um, it's a lot less frontline ministry and more of making sure we have you know, healthy infrastructures and processes so that we can continue to train and send more people to go to the unreached. With that, in the last few years, there's also been kind of this, this extra aspect of it that you know, I wasn't expecting, but um, obviously you know, since 2020 and even prior to that, but there's been so much uh, discussion and church world and just in our culture, you know, regarding racial reconciliation and diversity and all these things. And there's a recognition that, oh, there's a lot of areas where we can grow. And for whatever reason, uh, I was in a position where I had some authority, but also was one of the few minorities in the room. And that's, you know, never necessarily the most ideal, but that's what the Lord gave me. And so even for me in a mission organization, thinking through how does this affect who we send, how we trained, um, where we're going, um, those types of things, but also just recognizing like, man, God calls us to, to this. 
I could have never imagined a role like that would have existed, um, and yet now I feel like, man, this is something that is uh, so gracious from the Lord and, and a role that I, I really enjoy doing and feel gifted in. There's a desire, you know, especially in a setting like this, not nothing is y'all. It's just like a desire to want to come off like, hey, we this happened and now it's this and we can kind of tie a pretty bow on it. And, you know, I think all of us know that that's never the case. And that's our story. I mean, if you ask us now, it's not like we have this super clear, like, oh yeah, the Lord revealed all these things. This is very much uh, an everyday, every year work in progress trying to figure out what's next. And what the Lord has, has just built in me more is recognizing that this dream that I had, even as a single person, one to go and all these things that that had to be surrendered and the Lord you know graciously almost kind of wrangled it from my hands that there is a more beautiful story and dream that he's writing for me at the end of the day man God's God's faithful in all those situations and it's on me to continue to take steps of faith even if my life doesn't look like what I had wanted it to look like um, you know I think we've just seen the Lord be gracious in that <laughs>